0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission, to help you keep growing. Hey there, it's Kate. Welcome to How to Be a Better Person. This week, I've been talking about sleep because sleeping during the summer is kind of hard to do for a lot of very good reasons, which I discussed in Monday's episode of This Week. And right about now, at the tail end of summer, and as back to school is in full swing and we're getting back to real life, it's really easy to be feeling pretty run down If you feel like your sleep has been kind of crappy lately, I am definitely one of those people who feel like my sleep has been kind of crappy lately. So I thought that we could just spend some time thinking about how to futz around with the edges and get some better rest. Today, I am sharing some natural ways to help you get back to sleep. If your particular brand of insomnia involves waking up in the middle of the night, the first tip that I want to share with you is my favorite. It is some acupressure for getting back to sleep. So acupressure is basically the DIY version of acupuncture, where you use your hands instead of needles to stimulate specific points on your body where your energy or chi is flowing close to the surface. Along the front of your torso, from your throat down to your pelvis, is a line of energy called the conception vessel. This is the first line of energy that comes online when you're in the womb and it runs through your heart. It runs through all your abdominal organs and it's like the most primal energy that we have. When you're lying in bed awake and starting, your brain is starting to whir, you can rest one hand on your heart and the other hand on your solar plexus, which is the soft spot in between your rib cage, just beneath your breastbone and just lie there normally And try and focus on your breathing, but you don't have to do any kind of special breath. Just let the weight of your hands soothe you. It will help your spirit quiet down. And when you start to feel a little bit more relaxed, move that top hand that's on your heart down to your low belly and let it rest there. It's going to help draw energy away from your head and your throat and down into your body where it can be grounded and You're just going to feel a lot less swirly and a lot more content. So not only is manipulating your energy important, the touch here and the laying on of hands is super important. Really, this is about just soothing yourself, comforting yourself, and loving yourself. So try it. Another thing that you can do when you wake up in the middle of the night and you really just want to get back to sleep is extended exhale breathing. This is a very simple breathing technique where you exhale for twice as long as you inhale. When we exhale, we get rid of things that we don't need, primarily carbon dioxide. But if you think about it on a more metaphorical level, things we don't need can include thoughts or feelings or moods. And when you have to focus on your exhale to make it twice as long as your inhale, it requires you to engage your diaphragm. Because you can't just do it on your own. You're going to need to kind of push it out there at the end. And engaging your diaphragm helps cue the body that there is no more stress and that it is okay to relax. So, to do your extended exhale breathing, you would inhale for a count of three and then exhale for a count of six. Do that for 10 rounds. And if you feel like that's pretty easy for you and you're not really having to think too much about, Exhaling for six, you can change that count to inhale for four and then exhale for eight. There's just something so soothing about it. Give it a shot. And then if you still need something to do while you're lying there and you don't want to get out of bed, which is something that I'm going to talk about after the break, you can distract yourself from that middle of the night catastrophic thinking by choosing to think about something that is happy or neutral. I like to make a list of things that I'm thankful for when I'm lying there in the middle of the night. I think about things that went well during the day or that are making me happy or that make me feel grateful and I just list them and I swear it helps me get back to sleep. It's the craziest thing. If you don't want to do something <laughs> that positive, maybe you're not feeling that optimistic in the middle of the night. You could just run through what happened during your day. So think about what happened first, second, third, fourth, fifth. It's just kind of like a boring exercise, give you something to concentrate on, keep your focus away from any thoughts that might be stress-inducing. Also, you could just like recite a poem in your head that maybe you had to memorize in school. This is what counting sheep is all about. You're just doing something kind of mindless that gives your mind a point of focus and keeps it away from thoughts that might excite you or stress you out or just get you going again i've got some more tips for you after the break welcome back okay here's something else that you can do when you wake up in the middle of the night and it goes against what you think you should do i mean it just flies right in the face of it and that is to lie there and tell yourself that you must stay awake tell yourself don't fall asleep you got to stay awake you got to stay awake This is actually a cognitive behavioral technique, and it's called paradoxical intention. It's also what we used to call I don't even know if this is an actual term anymore reverse psychology. It's not just for sleep. This cognitive behavioral technique can be used to help an anxious person face whatever their worst fear may be head on. But if you have anxiety about falling back asleep, You can face that fear head on by telling yourself that you have to stay awake. And paradoxically, it'll remove the anxiety, which will help make it easier for you to get back to sleep. And if you try these things while you're lying there in bed and it's not working and it's been longer than 20 or 30 minutes, the best thing you can do is to get out of bed. I know it feels so counterintuitive, but you really want to associate bed with sleeping and not with lying awake and doing various things to try and get back to sleep. Get out of bed and go do something boring or meditative or lulling. This is making the most of what I was talking about in yesterday's episode, which is that humans used to sleep in two discrete chunks of time. And in between, they would have about an hour when they were up and they would get up and do something that was kind of boring. So It could be coloring, could be journaling, it could be reading, it could be, I don't know, fill in the blanks. What kind of things would you do? The only trick here is that you want to keep the light dim. If you're going to read, look into an amber book light. They have these little lights that clip onto your book that have a a red light that's not going to excite your pineal gland and make it think that it's morning time. Or you could light a candle. Or maybe put a red light bulb in a lamp at a table where you keep your coloring stuff, you know. And if you wake up a lot in the middle of the night, you can just turn on that red light bulb lamp because red light is calming as opposed to blue light, which is what most LED lights are. And most of us have LED lights in our home now. I mean, if you have to wake up to pee in the middle of the night, you can turn on a light. But I have read during researching this article that anything over about 20 minutes will squelch your melatonin and make your body think it's time to be up for the day. So if you're going to get up in the middle of the night, you're probably going to spend at least 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes, maybe even an hour before you start to get drowsy again. So whatever you do, keep the light around you on the dim side. And then you'll be able to go back and get another few hours of sleep. Those are my episodes on sleep. I hope they help you get some great rest. And I hope that you will come back next week when I am talking about planning. It's that time kind of year, right? Where we're making plans for what we want to do before the new year comes. And if we're meeting our goals and what are we going to do for the holidays and blah, blah, blah. So let's dive in. Have a great weekend.